Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, I really want to get straight into it. So today we're going to be talking about tiny changes to lose weight permanently. As I mentioned in the podcast last week, I have been training to run and I have never been a good runner. Uh, I've always loved lifting weights ever since I got into it right out of high school, but I've never in my adult life been very good at cardio, or I've never at least been at my peak cardiovascular fitness level. However, I've always admired those who are dedicated runners or dedicated cardio athletes. I just find it cool. I have always wanted to be a runner, but I knew that running is such a mental sport, but a few weeks ago, I signed up for with a running app that lays out a whole running program for me. And before, in the past, when I would try to implement cardio, I would always try to go as hard as possible. Uh, meaning, I would just go from not working out at all to full-out sprints and running for 30 minutes straight without stopping. For those of you that maybe are runners or have been running for a long time, this may not seem that challenging for you, but for me, someone who never runs running for five minutes straight was quite challenging for me, especially running for 30 minutes straight. It was a huge leap for me. No cardio to cardio or a day, <laughs> five days a week. It's a lot. And of course, when I would try to go all out for those first cardio sessions, I could never sustain it. First of all, my body would be incredibly sore because it's a new stimulus, and I would push myself as hard as I possibly could. So it would make the workout even harder, having really sore muscles. Secondly, it was a huge and very difficult habit for me to try to immediately implement and expect no challenges along the way. It was such a huge thing for me to expect that I would suddenly go from not running at all to becoming a regular runner who ran five plus miles a day for five weeks with no issues whatsoever. The way our brain works is very simple in some regards. We want to go for the path of least resistance. Much like when you're learning a new exercise, your body will try to compensate instead of maintaining the form that you're trying to learn for the exercise. Your primal brain is always looking to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and survive. So even when you know running has a lot of benefits for your body long-term, being cardiovascularly healthy, weight loss, lots of other things, more energy, your brain will still not want to run because it's very hard to start running in the beginning, just like anything new. Your brain wants to avoid pain, and it sees running as pain. It's easy to do whatever we already know. It's obvious to say my cardio regimens never lasted. Even if I could maintain it for more than a month, I would always eventually crash and burn. Similarly, with weight loss and food, whenever I wanted to lose weight, I would change everything all at once. I would cut my calories to as much as I could stand to lose as much weight as possible in the shortest amount of time. I would avoid all carbs despite feeling horrible and irritated and like I wanted to pass out most of the time. I was so obsessed with losing weight that I didn't care how I lost weight, I just wanted it off, no matter what the means were. But of course, all of those things I did, while it was effective at losing weight, always ended in the same way. I always ended up binging and purging and gaining all my weight back. This was because I was not only practicing very unsustainable habits that I would never adhere to 
for the rest of my life and I was using willpower to push through all of that and once the willpower finally I finally gave up or once my willpower finally ran out I would break the problem was that I obviously wasn't being realistic in my mind I would tell myself I'll do whatever it is I need to do to lose weight and then once I get there I'll eat normally whatever that means because I didn't know how to eat normally at that point. My two types of eating were starve myself or stuff myself sick. There was no in-between types of eating. If I ate in between that, um, how you know supposedly a normal person would eat, I would be left feeling very unsatisfied. There was no in-between. What I actually needed to do was lose weight in a way that I could live for the rest of my life. I needed to learn how to eat normally while losing weight so that once I finally reached maintenance, I didn't have to change anything because I was already eating in the way that I wanted to. So when I finally set out to lose my weight permanently and sustainably, I lost my weight by making tiny changes, things I knew I could live with. I started adding in more vegetables, vegetables I actually liked, like sweet potatoes and roasted Brussels sprouts absolute favorite vegetables. I eat them all the time. If you don't like sweet potatoes or Brussels sprouts, find something else that you like. Don't eat things that you hate. I know that there is a healthy food out there for everyone. <laughs> Instead of cutting out all ice cream, something that at that point I was eating every single night, I decided to start slowly cutting down on how much ice cream I ate. First, it was a full pint, then a half, then I ate it every other day. And now I usually have ice cream just when I'm out and it's a treat with my boyfriend or my family. I'll have some ice cream with them or when it's shark week. Because when it is shark week, I uh, definitely crave sweets like a mad woman. So I tend to give myself a little leniency. But still, I would make teeny tiny changes slowly but surely that I knew I could adhere to at that point in time because they weren't that hard for me to implement at the time. But if you told me when I first started this journey that I would only have ice cream once a month or less, I would have freaked out. I would have thought that was so restrictive and unrealistic and it would be really hard for me to stick with. And I would think, what's the point in losing weight? But if you told me at the time, how about you just eat a little less ice cream tonight? That was more realistic. I'm a completely different person than when I started, but it still started with little changes. And these little changes all accumulated to the body and weight that I have now that I'm happy with and that I'm still improving. Back to the running, I really like the program I'm doing right now because it forces me to pace myself. The first exercise regimen was just to run six intervals of one minute runs and then a three minute walk afterwards. Maybe that doesn't seem super challenging for you, but it was difficult for me and it was difficult enough for me to improve, but not so difficult for me to hate it the whole time and not want to return the next day. My whole body has felt fine the whole time and it's easy for me to come back next day because it's just a little bit challenging. The challenge was just enough. And now I'm on my third week of the program doing 15 minute intervals, one minute off, one minute on. It's still challenging, but it's still realistic. I appreciate that the program helps me to make tiny improvements that I can maintain and achieve and helps me pace myself versus going all out, which is what I used to do with cardio. This will help me to run my first 5k in a few weeks, which is very exciting. I'm so happy about that. And then my first 10K, then a half marathon, then a full marathon. 
even just a 10K, I've never ran that long in my life before. So all of those goals are really exciting for me, but I will never get there without the tiny, consistent changes that I continue to make that are just hard enough to push myself, but not so hard that it's unrealistic. I learned this type of habit change from Atomic Habits by James Clear, which I know I've mentioned before in the podcast, but I cannot endorse this book enough. And no, I'm not sponsored. I read it and I really loved it because it's all about he, James really highlighted what habits are, how they're developed in the brain, and this is how I teach a lot of my clients too, because it's just so important, how habits are formed, and then how you can create a new one in a manageable way, and how tiny habits accumulate over time to make amazing results. You can visualize tiny habit change as budgeting. If you do something as simple as making your coffee in the morning versus buying it, and change nothing else in your spending habits, absolutely nothing, and say that morning latte that you used to buy is $5, you will have saved $150 by the end of the month doing nothing but making your coffee versus buying it, which is crazy. And then the next month, you could make another tiny change to save more money. It's just, it's about building the habits, not just doing it all at once. Applying this to weight loss, say the tiny change you're going to make is that you start eating one less slice of pizza than you normally do each night of the week. This isn't going to lead to a five pound weight loss overnight. But over time, if you only eat one less slice of pizza for a whole month each day, and let's say each slice is 250 calories, 250 calories, you will have subtracted 7,500 calories from your diet over the span of a month. If everything else were kept the same and everyone loses fat at the same rate, let's say, you will have lost 2.1 pounds in one month. That's pretty cool. This is all in an idealized world. If you're having pizza every night, then totally implement this strategy into your diet. But obviously, like, it's, it's a little, our lives are more complicated. Usually people have different meals. But you get the general idea. This is a slower pace than what most people wanted for weight, want for weight loss and what a lot of my clients want and what I used to want. But usually if they want to do an aggressive weight loss, it's recommended to lose no more than two pounds a week, which is a pretty big calorie deficit. It's more of a challenging weight loss. But losing weight slowly is more sustainable because it isn't as challenging and it's really easy to maintain. A 250 calorie deficit per day is a lot easier than a 1,000 calorie deficit per day. You want losing weight to be just slightly difficult. It's going to be challenging because you are losing weight, but it shouldn't be so challenging that you're white-knuckling it the whole way through. It's much easier to do just a little bit better than you did the day before versus going from 0 to 100 and then falling back negative 20 when you can't sustain the crazy regimen that you built for yourself. I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but I'm going to reiterate it here because it's so important. You have to stop being in such a rush to lose weight. This took me so long to learn and accept. For years, when I was battling with my weight, I would always come across people who had lost their weight and permanently kept it off. And I was always super fascinated. I'm like, okay, what did these people do? What's their secret? But then they would always say that they lost the weight super slowly, like maybe a pound per month, and almost in a way that seemed like they weren't even trying. And they said it took them a lot of time, but it was so worth it to lose their weight in a sustainable way. But I would never listen because I was so obsessed with reaching my weight goal above anything else and as fast as possible. I focused on 
my weight being the only thing that was important to me while letting the rest of my career, relationships, and life fall apart. I didn't want to hear that the truly once and for all way to lose weight is that I had to be patient and then it may take me a year to lose 20 pounds. Finally, after years of trying to do it my way, trying to do it the impatient way and failing miserably each time, I finally hit a point where I accepted myself for who I was and decided to love myself no matter what weight. And then I realized I still wanted to lose weight, but I realized that I needed to actually take the advice and be patient and that I was going to lose weight in a way this time that was a way that I had to do it forever. I was going to lose weight in a way that I could sustain for the rest of my life. It was the one and only time I set out to lose weight where I wasn't scared of gaining it all back because the changes I made, I was willing to make for the rest of my life. To go over it one more time, start to think about what you can do today that is a small enough change that you're willing to make. Maybe it's having just a little less wine than usual. Maybe it's taking a five-minute walk. Maybe it's not beating yourself up after you make a mistake. Each day, think of how you can make one teeny tiny change that's better than yesterday. And that's all you need to do. That is the key to sustainable long-term weight loss. I know it's not what you want to hear. I know that a lot of us want to change everything all at once. But when you think of humans or any creature, we're really just a creature of habit. And creating new habits is very difficult. It's not useful to think that it's difficult, but... You have to have sympathy for your brain and understand that when you're breaking an old habit and building up a new one, that's a lot of mental work because your brain has to go off of autopilot and it has to relearn things and resist the urge to just follow its old habit pathway. That's a lot of work for your brain, whether you want it to be or not. So it's very difficult if you change a million and one habits all at once, you know, maybe you just get rid of all your junk food in the kitchen and you get all these foods that you don't really like. And then you also expect yourself to do one hour of weightlifting seven days a week, plus 30 minutes of cardio five days a week. And you're also going to do yoga and you're also going to do perfect at work. That's pretty ridiculous. And it's most likely that you're going to fail. But if you just set out that, hey, I'm going to put more broccoli in my plate each day or whatever vegetable of your choosing, or a little bit less wine, or maybe even I'll have one less cigarette today. Whatever it is, that is much easier for your brain to accept, and it's much easier for your brain to go with the flow with that habit because there's less friction there for you. It's very easy just to get rid of one teeny tiny little thing or make one teeny tiny little adjustment. It's easier for you to remember. It's easier for you to follow. It's more sustainable. Lastly, you will still have days where you slip up and make mistakes, and your weight will fluctuate. It's all part of the process. But it's about the trend, and messing up is human, and you should expect to make mistakes. Do not go in there thinking, I'm never going to mess up. That's You're setting yourself up for failure. Expect yourself to mess up, and then you'll be very prepared when it happens. And resist the urge to start trying to speed up your weight loss process. Remember that you have to be patient and remember to not give up. And when you make mistakes, the difference between you and everyone else is that you won't give up and you will get back up and try again. So that is 
all, everyone. I have an Instagram that I'm sharing content on. I'm sharing some snippets on my Instagram stories of my runs and how I'm doing with that. So it's a little bit more of a personal side of me. I post inspirational quotes and little weight loss motivation things throughout the week. If you're looking for some helpful, inspirational content, you can follow me at BingeBreakers on Instagram. And then, of course, I have the Drop to Self-Judgment free course on my website, and the link is below to download that. It's a course that really helps you work through your own issues and helps you stop judging yourself so harshly and hating yourself. It's the first step and super important first step in any bulimia or binge eating recovery and you really need to accept yourself and love yourself before you can do anything else. So I highly, highly recommend that you download that free course. And then if you want to work with me, you can also go to my website at bingebreakers.com. The links are below. That is the podcast today. I know it's a little shorter, but I wanted to be a bit more concise and I feel like this is a super important topic and a lot of people again they're not going to want to hear this but after years and years and years of battling weight and bulimia and now I found a way to sustain my weight and I'm happy and I'm healthy I wish that I could tell as many people as possible what I didn't want to hear years ago and hopefully make your struggle your weight loss struggle journey and eating disorder journey a little bit shorter I can help just one person understand this message and make their life better in that way, then this podcast again has served its purpose. So I hope you all have an amazing weekend. I'm really looking forward to taking long morning walks and runs with my dog. He's really, he's also adjusting to the cardio. So he's having a good time with that. He's a very high energy dog. So <laughs> I feel like I mention him at least once every podcast, but I hang out with him a lot. So we're doing a lot of walks and runs. I'm excited for that for this weekend. Um, spending time with my boyfriend and reading some books. I'm reading Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, and so far it's pretty good. It's about vulnerability, which is something that everyone should definitely be open to. So if you're looking for a book, I highly recommend that as well. And I'm also going to buy a lot of fresh summer fruit. That's another favorite part of summer for me is all the fresh fruit. So I'm going to enjoy snacking on that while I'm reading. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Take care of yourself. Remember to have compassion for yourself and remember to be patient. Even if it takes you five years to lose your weight, but you were guaranteed to keep it off for the rest of your life, you know you would do it. Have compassion for yourself, my friends. I will see you next week week.